It's time for Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza. The opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of this station. Now, here's Michelle. Thank you, big voice guy. We are live from Seattle, 820 a.m., The Word. I'm Michelle Mendoza, your friend in the afternoon, taking you through the afternoon with what we like to call Health Watch Wednesday. Health Watch Wednesday, live from Seattle. And on this Health Watch Wednesday, I want to share a story. Uh, It is always devastating when someone suffers a heart attack. And if that's happened to you, then you know what I'm feeling today. My entire weekend was spent in a hospital wondering if a loved one was going to make it through the weekend. She had a heart attack. She didn't even know it. There is what's called a golden hour. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you had someone that's had a heart attack before? There's that, they, they may have told you. There's that golden hour. You have a heart attack, you have heart attack symptoms, you get in, you get treated, you get help, and your heart, you know God made our bodies to thrive, to regenerate, to heal itself. You have such a great chance of survival. We're fairly advanced, and we can help, right? That's, that's the idea. Well, sometimes, and especially among women, we don't always know the symptoms. I'm going to share with you today some new information on symptoms and, and things that can tell you you're having a heart attack and you may not even know it. So it can really help you. There are some, some new studies on what happens before a heart attack. There's even studies on what might be in the future for regenerating that, some of that dead tissue. So back to Michelle's story. So can you imagine getting a call that someone you love has had a heart attack? And then finding out that they didn't even go in for four days. That means that part of the heart has died. There's blockages. They had to put a stent in. And you just wonder, how, why? You know, we can even kick ourselves. Our standard American diet and some of our practices, and boy, I should have exercised more, but the woulda, coulda, shouldas don't really help you. When you're staring at someone lying in a hospital bed, praying, calling in the prayer warriors, please give her life. Well, as it turns out, she's going home today, but the jury's still out. And we won't know for another three months whether she has a long life to live or maybe a short one. But what we can learn from her circumstance, and her name's Gail, so you can say prayers for her. I'm sure she'll welcome it. What we can learn from Gail might save your life or someone you know's life. This is a true story. For the most part, men and women can have similar symptoms of heart attacks. You know, you, you see it on television. Isn't that terrible when we think, oh, heart attack, I've seen it on television. Yeah, okay, that's what it looks like. You know, they grab your chest or you grab your left arm and you go down and you think, okay, that's a heart attack. For the most part, they say, that's a lot of what men experience with heart attacks. But women can present much differently 
Take a listen. I think this conception women have about having a heart attack is that they're not at risk for one. We tend to think of heart disease or heart attacks, especially as a man's disease, and that's just not the case. 90% of women living in the United States right now have at least one risk factor for having heart disease. Symptoms of heart attacks in women can be really nonspecific. So we're going to talk about what those symptoms are today. And if you've had a heart attack and you have a woman in your life or you're a woman and you've had a heart attack, I would like to hear from you if you've had some unusual symptoms because you could share on the air today and save someone's life. And I'll give you an example. As I was sharing this story with with friends, uh, one of our family members said, yeah, you know, I had a heart attack. Do you know what my symptoms were? Floaty arms. What? Floaty arms? Yeah, she. Had, she I just had these floaty arms. I. That is so weird. It's so unusual. But apparently, women, you and I may have different symptoms than men all together. Take a listen. You might be surprised to learn that heart disease is the leading cause of death for women in the United States. There are several female-specific heart attack symptoms. Out of the 35,000 women who experience heart attacks each year in the U.S., only 50% report having chest pain. So what do they feel? Some common but often unrecognized symptoms include extreme fatigue, irregular lower and upper back pain, discomfort in the neck, jaw, or one or both arms, nausea or flu-like symptoms, and lightheadedness. Symptoms can occur over hours, days, or even weeks. So, when you have some of these symptoms, you can assume maybe you're having a heart attack. We're going to hear from some people, uh, some of these women's stories. They all are just a little bit different. But as I shared with you, someone I know had floaty arms. That was the weirdest symptom I have ever heard. But sure enough, someone said, you know, that's, that's weird. We're going to take you in. Don't you ever feel, though, like, okay, well, if I'm having a little bit of nausea or if I just have cold sweats, I'm going to go in and think I have a heart attack. Are you kidding? I'm, I'm young. I jog. I'm fine. But, you know, it's never a good idea to not listen to that intuition. You know, maybe it's God kicking you in the pants a little and saying, hey, you need to go in. But sometimes we feel guilty. So today is all about giving you the power to recognize what's going on in your body, to understand some of the factors. Heart disease is huge in America. And today, we're going to turn back the tide. If you've had some unusual symptoms when you've had a heart attack or someone you know, feel free to share them with us. You could save a life. 800-955-8200. 800-955-8200. Give us a call. I'd like to hear from you. If you've had, you know, like my friend, the floaty arms or um, the woman who went into the hospital this weekend, our family member, she had pain in her jaw. But get this, she had teeth removed. She's at that age where she's going to get, you know, teeth replaced. And so, you know, in the aftermath, my jaw hurts and I'm just tired. I'm a little short of breath. She really thought it was because of the dental procedures. She didn't even know she had a heart attack. So days, it's days later. 
and her heart goes, part of her heart's in necrosis, and her family is, is scared. This is the reality, but we can save a life today, and you are welcome to join us. If you've had, other than I, you know, had chest pain, I grabbed my left arm, like we see on television, if you've had symptoms other than that, and you'd like to share them so that other people can be aware, you could save a life today. 800 as we take on Health Watch Wednesday today. On today's program, here's what you can expect. We're going to talk about some of those symptoms. We're going to hear from some people's stories, and you're welcome to share your stories as well. We're going to hear from a young mom in her 30s. We're going to hear from a woman who worked in an emergency room. She didn't really know she was having a heart attack. We'll hear from a woman who was in physical fitness, and she thought, there's no way I could be having a heart attack. We're also going to talk about bioactive foods. Have you heard that phrase? Well, bioactive foods and bioactive properties Go beyond vitamins and minerals right to some of the things that can not just keep you alive and keep you okay, but can help your body regenerate and feel better than before. We'll talk about what we're doing in our society that you might not even think of that is contributing to yours or someone you know's early death because of heart disease. So, in all of this, we may be saving a life today. In, in talking about heart disease, though, there are some really fascinating new thoughts on what causes heart attacks or what contributes to heart failure and heart disease. Did you know pain? Uh, heart attacks, people who have pain, heart attack risk may rise within a week of taking certain kind of over-the-counter pain relievers. Yeah, grab a hold of that. Take that with a glass of water and swallow it, hon. Seriously, pain. You have pain, you have back pain, uh, you're sore, you're arthritic, whatever it may be. You take certain over-the-counter pain relievers, and it may contribute, may contribute to your chances of having a heart attack. Previous research linked the use of pain relievers known as non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And we'll talk about what the brand names are so you understand it. But they've linked those painkillers to a heightened risk of heart attack. And this is a study published on May 9th, 2017. So it is fairly new. They analyzed nearly half a million people. There were 61,000 of them that had heart attacks. And they found that the risk increased within the first week of taking these drugs, drugs like uh, with ibuprofen, Motrin, Advil. This is a real thing. So there are a host of things that contribute to heart attacks, heart failure. Take a listen. They're luxury in everyone's medicine cabinet, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, NSAIDs for short. These popular pain pills keep millions of Americans moving. These are the medications one will take when you're having body aches, fever, 
headaches or sometimes severe arthritic problems. My shoulders will ache. Um, it's from working out, from lifting weights. Peter Iberseeder reaches for ibuprofen maybe once or twice a week. It just dulls the pain enough so I can sleep a little bit better. Now the FDA is weighing in, recommending people proceed with caution when taking drugs containing ibuprofen and naproxen, common brands like Aleve, Advil, and Motrin. Dr. Morali Mumpala is a cardiologist with Lee Memorial Health System. When you take these medications, you can have increased risk of stroke or heart attack even in the first few days after you take these medications. Can you believe that? Motrin, Advil, Aleve, and others. People who took them in kind of high dose because they hurt had a 20 to 50 percent higher odds of having a heart attack while taking the drugs and after even a week after taking them. So older people, especially those on high blood pressure or a medicine who have high blood pressure, who have had a previous heart attack, it's pretty worrisome. you got to stay away from those drugs unless you really, really need them. You have to be careful. But in just a few moments, we're going to talk with a naturopathic doctor who may have a solution, a natural solution. And isn't that often what we need? It seems like we are a chemical soup. Everything we touch from the chemicals that are in the clothing that are produced, from the foods that we eat, from what's sprayed in the air, from what the toxins that we use to make our plants grow, all of these things seem to contribute to this chemical soup that's within us, and it makes it really hard to be at optimal health. And it does contribute to heart health. So we're going to give you some powerful tools to turn that back. You do not want to miss this. Uh, no matter what age you're at, you are at risk. Get this, 90% of Americans uh, it's most likely you and I fall into that category, right? 90% of Americans have at least one disturbing factor that can contribute to heart disease. Kind of scary. So be empowered. That's what we're doing today. And as Live from Seattle continues, we'll talk about how you can deal with pain without having to worry about it being a pain to you. In the meantime, I wanted to give you a heads up in just a few moments. I'm going to share with you what's going on with my Calitrin journey, just another natural way to be at optimal health. And we will have more to come in just a few moments. Live from Seattle, we are. Take a look at traffic, 8.20 a.m., The Word. Phone lines are open from anywhere. It's 800-955-8200. Live from Seattle continues after this. Good afternoon. We're live from Seattle, 8.20 a.m. The Word. I'm Michelle Mendoza, your friend in the afternoon. Welcome to Health Watch Wednesday. Health Watch Wednesday, live from Seattle. On this Health Watch Wednesday, we're talking about health, heart, 
and how we have some factors of the health of your heart that you may not know about. There are some new studies out there that are vital. If you have ever had a heart attack, if you've been told you're at increased heart disease risk, if you are overweight, if you are thin and healthy and you jog every day, you still could be at risk. And there could be some factors that could contribute. One of those factors that we don't, we have not even known about, this is fairly new, a study re- was released in May of 2017, and it was published in an issue of BMJ, and it analyzed data from a million people, 61,000 of them had heart attacks, and they found those who took a certain over-the-counter pain reliever had a 20 to 50 percent higher odds of having a heart attack. Now, it wasn't just, oh, okay, I'm going to take an ibuprofen and, or uh, what else was it, Advil, uh, Motrin, Aleve. It, they took a pretty high dose, but sometimes when you're hurting, Man, have you ever had a I have. I've had a headache where it's just like, uh, just give me, give me four of those. That's fine. You know, we've all been there, right? That can contribute if you are, especially if we know that you're at a risk of heart problems. In just a few moments, we're going to talk to a naturopathic do- doctor who has come up with help, a natural pain relief product. And I want to hear a little bit more about how that could help because we take so many chemicals and the chemicals that we take in our medication and interwork with some of the chemicals that are in our home or other medication. It's crazy. We've got to stop the insanity. We have an opioid problem in America. You go in because you hurt and your doctor just subscribes opioids. Some of us take them for a while and then you move on. Others have an addiction and it leads down a road of destruction. We have got to come up with some solutions. We have so many things in this beautiful country of ours. We have so many things in this advanced society that actually work against us. So as we take on heart health today and we have some help, some advice, some new information, we're also going to give you some help in the pain realm. Dr. Brazos Minchu is with us. Thank you for joining us, doctor. Welcome to Live from Seattle. We'll, we'll get you on here in just a second. There you go. Hey, doctor, thanks for joining us today. Hey. Thanks, thanks. I was talking into the ether for a moment. Uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. We found much. you. You were lost, but now you're found. Hallelujah. I'm lost, hallelujah. Now I'm found. <laughs> it's like a religious <laughs> experience here on Live from Seattle. <laughs> Doctor, I'm so glad that you joined us today. I was shocked when I found this study that, you, you know, we deal with pain. When you're dealing with a heart attack, you deal with pain. When you're dealing with heart issues, you can deal with pain. And who knew that some of the things we're using to try to treat the pain are actually contributing to a heart attack. We're just like a mess of a chemical soup, and there's all kinds of things that interact. It's hard to know what to take and what's safe anymore. Yeah, that's true. Even with the things that we're taking, 
even if there was a study on the safety of a single chemical, there are no oh. studies on what happens when you combine them together into that soup that you mentioned. And so when we put two or three or four things together in a condition called polypharmia, my goodness, there are absolutely zero data on how safe those things are for us. Um, and it's really scary. And so our go-to, and I've got to say, there are things that are in our standard medicine cabinet that are fabulous to have when you have a headache, when you've had a sprain. You know, they're some of our go-to drugs. But when you think of the exactly what you're talking about, the combination of some of the medications and the chemicals, we're sometimes doing more harm than good. Oh, and can I just mention, when you read on some of the medications, the possible your brain could leak out of your nether regions, your, you know, I mean, you know, right. some of the side effects. That's, that's right. a case Take of the... this and your ears will fall off. Right? Yeah, so. I know. The uh, cure is worse than the disease. So, as you know, a, you mentioned a moment ago yeah. about study uh, in the BMJ, and we're talking about uh, about thousands, tens of thousands of people who are being damaged un unknown to them. You know, when we look at the opioid crisis, there are 16,000 Americans who die every year from the opioid crisis, from the opioid addiction, and yet there are 35 to 40,000 who die from these over-the-counter pain relievers every single year. And by the way, Tylenol is still the number one reason for liver transplants. So we're, we are dealing with something that we've all come to accept and appreciate, like you say, the right medication when it's necessary, but not realizing the hidden dangers. Can you imagine? This is killing as many people as colon cancer does or prostate cancer in men. 35 to 40,000 people a year die from taking normal over-the-counter pain relief. I am just shocked. But now here's the, here's the kicker, doctor, and I'm not going to lie on this. When I have a headache... I'm still going to go and grab a Tylenol because there is not an alternative out there. And I'm a nature girl. You know, I know that I can inhale lavender and I can rub lavender on my temples. And I'm a believer in acupuncture and uh, chiropractic care. But when I am just sitting there with a headache and I don't have a doctor's appointment, you better believe I'm going to go to that medicine cabinet because I don't have an alternative. That really, well, really works. You can do kind of in order. You know, you want to treat something with the least amount of force necessary to be effective, right? You don't want to you don't want to use a nuclear bomb on a on a, a to swat a fly. Uh, <laughs> instead, you have to meet the you have to meet the need. And if this is an extraordinary need, it calls for extraordinary measures. Mm. And uh, so you're right. There, there are times when these things are important. But instead of always going to the medicine cabinet, we should sometimes go to the kitchen cabinet because there are things in your spice cabinet right now that can be helpful for pain and for inflammation that can help us to meet the need that we have at this moment. Well, and we can talk about some of those things. That there's even foods that we can choose that can help us to stay at optimal health so we don't have to take the pain meds to begin with. But I wanted to talk a bit about comfort. That is a pain relief that you've been able to cultivate that can relieve pain but do it on a natural level. That's exactly right. You know, I, I created comfort and comfort extra strength. I created them by looking at the kind of, I, I want to say, the um, nationwide enthusiasm for cannabis. And I thought, you know what, if 
if we look at the uh, at the pain relief that's given to us by cannabis, can there be other plants that also activate the same receptors but are not cannabis? You know, personally, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, the rampant or the uh, indiscriminate use of cannabis, and mm-hmm. so I'm uncomfortable with that. And I know other people are also uncomfortable with that. But you know, I I step back and I ask myself a question. Please don't be offended, but I ask myself, if I was God and I created something like cannabis that could help, wouldn't I also create something else that was like this for people in other places? You know, cannabis is only truly native to an area of the Middle East near Pakistan. So what did people in Australia and Africa and Asia and, and America, what did they do before the uh, the widespread great question great question and here's why here is the theory in nature save all of the uh, developments and the concrete jungles in nature the theory is that within a 20 mile radius is everything that you could need for life and health and healing from from cradle to to death and that, that's the, the idea. And to me, that's fascinating because if you think about it, what, how far can an average person walk in a day? 20 miles. About 20 miles. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So very good yeah. questions. So you were able to do a little research and find some help right exactly. in nature. I mean, willow bark is, is what was the basis for aspirin after all, right? Exactly so. And and these are things that are available to us in our own neighborhoods and, like I say, in our own spice cabinets. You know, for example, we, we all have uh, ginger and turmeric in our spice cabinet, and these are anti-inflammatory spices. And we, we also have things like red pepper. Now, there are some things that might be a little bit further afield for us. Uh, for example, uh, the capsicum plant, the red pepper uh, grows primarily in Africa, but we have access to that right now. And this is an excellent, let me tell you something interesting about capsicum. If a person is carrying too much weight, it amplifies their sensation of pain. And the, the most effective uh, uh, plant medicine uh, available for us is capsicum annuum to turn that pain amplification down. Mm, so uh, we have plants around us that have been used since Bible times, frankincense, for example. Mm-hmm. These are things that are around us all the time and within easy access. We put them together in, in comfort the way an artist might use pigments to paint a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And we created a masterpiece <laughs> that fit, fits into these phytocannabinoid receptors and turns down the experience of pain without stopping the message of pain, You know, which is basically... If the stove is hot, take your hand off. (laughs) We don't want to stop that message, but we do want to turn down that experience and make life more comfortable. I find it so fascinating, and I talk about this on Live from Seattle because this was one of those light came on for Michelle moments where natural medicine is concerned and where we find things in nature. If you're just joining us, Dr. Brazos Minshew is with us, and we're talking about pain. Pain can be one of those things that, well, we need to take a medication. We take medication, we can increase our chances of having a heart attack. So what do you do? So, doctor, in, in nature, where we have medications with side effects, it seems as though in nature the, 
there are compounds that can cause problems, but almost always within the plant, there is something that plays down those side effects. So when we so just... That's called the entourage effect. That awesome. Says there's the a name. Plant, you might have... <laughs> Yeah, there's a name for it. <laughs> the entourage effect says within the plant, I might have something that creates a deficiency, and that's truly what what a, a side effect is. It's a deficiency or, uh, or a toxicity, and you'll have something within the plant itself, in the entourage of nutrients that says if this uh, plant takes an extra nutrient, then the plant itself will come with that nutrient. If it requires a certain level of detoxification, the plant itself will come with that detoxifying agent. So the entourage effect is very important for us to make sure that we have side effect free uh, addressing of things like occasional pain. Oh, that's fascinating. So let me get to one more important question. When we're dealing with more natural products, then we have a more predictable outcome. Uh, And in that, uh, when you have a something like comfort, which is a a masterpiece of, as you say, of some of nature's best at curbing the sensations of pain. How is that in relation to the dangers of heart failure, heart attack, heart disease? Sure. Well, you know, the, the Asians have been using frankincense, as I mentioned, since Bible times. They brought the baby Jesus, frankincense, and gold and myrrh. So they've been using this for the longest time, but the Chinese are the ones who came in and said, hey, you know what? This breaks up what they call blood stasis, which is one of the, of the uh, risk factors for having an acute heart attack. Uh, on the other hand, we have things like uh, ginger and turmeric that have also been used because they are, are what are called COX-2 inhibitors, and uh, many will understand what that means, but that's one of the ways that aspirin works. Now, we're not talking about making a prescription for someone to say, take this and you won't have a heart attack. That's just simply not going to happen. But on the other hand, you can say there are things that you can do to skew the odds in your favor. And adding things like ginger and turmeric to your diet, um, taking uh, uh, the the capsicum annuum red pepper, uh, various other things that we can do uh, ourselves, that we have the power and the control ourselves to make these selections, can change our profile, our health picture, to a better outcome. I am so glad to hear it. And if you'd like more information on Comfort, you can go to comfortbyvergence, comfortbyvergence.com and get more information. Dr. Minshew, I'd like to invite you back on Live from Seattle. And I'd like to, there's a lot more I'd like to pick out of your brain. Uh, we'll do it naturally, though. So it'll, it'll be good. Okay, it'll be good. Poor brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much right. for joining Thank us you, today. Wonderful. Bye-bye. Remember again, comfort by virgins. Now, I promised I would share with you where I'm at on my Calitrin journey. Well, I've been taking since November Calitrin, and you know how they'll say things like senior fog and, oh, I'm just feeling my age. I don't. And Calitrin is why. It's a fountain of youth in a bottle. Hair, skin, nails. We leak collagen from the time we're teens. And when we replenish it, we feel replenished. So go to toploss.com or call 833-TOPLOSS, 833-TOPLOSS, and you can feel great too. More to come on live from Seattle. We're going to share some stories that you might be able to relate to 
of women who have had heart attacks. Women have different symptoms than men. So women and those men out there that love your women, beware. And listen, Live from Seattle will continue just after traffic. We're live from Seattle at 20 a.m. The Word. Time for more Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza. Health Watch Wednesday, live from Seattle. On this Health Watch Wednesday, it's all about matters of your heart. I had a loved one in the hospital this weekend with a heart attack. She didn't even know she had one. Four days later, she's having symptoms still and decides, well, maybe I'll go in. And she did. Part of her heart went into necrosis. That means it's dead. It's dead. So you can imagine a very difficult weekend for her loved ones, right? Not knowing what's going to happen, how's it going to be. And you still don't know. You have to give some things some time. And the important thing of that is we see people have heart attacks on televisions and movies all the time. Grab your chest. Grab your your left arm, fall to the ground, and that's how it happens. But that's while oftentimes what happens to men, you know, maybe a shortness of breath, pain in the chest for all of us, but especially women, we present very, very differently. So I'm going to share with you some very quick stories. These are under a minute of women who've had heart attacks. See if this sounds like someone you know. Listen to Lynn's story. I worked for 40 years in the emergency department, um, staff nurse, manager. I thought I knew all the symptoms of a heart attack. Mine were a little different, so I was a little surprised by this. When the pain started, I kind of attributed it to a GI symptoms and started taking some Tums. I had gotten a little nauseous, and when the pain kept getting worse, that's when I started to worry. Around 11 o'clock, the pain got real severe. It went from my mid-chest through to my back. I became very short of breath, and that's when I got scared. So I asked my husband to call 911. So good for her, but she thought she was having gastrointestinal issues. She took some Tums, and there you go, but who knew? Lynn was having a heart attack. Hello, my friend. Did you hear her? what she does for a living. She works in the emergency room. You would think she would know. Take a listen to Sue's story. I'm a mom of three kids and never thought I would have a heart attack. I got in the car and drove myself to the ER. On the way, I stopped at a red light. I had another chest pain and nothing was coming, so I decided to go through that red light. And I parked directly in front of the emergency room doors. I walked in and told the woman at the desk that I thought I was having a heart attack. She put me in a wheelchair and asked me why I thought I was having a heart attack. She looked down at my unresponsive body because I did not answer her question. At that point, she called a code blue. They said my heart stopped and I died from a heart attack. Wow. Unbelievable. And then there is Teresa's story. As I was getting ready to go to work, getting in the shower, had a little bit of chest pain, little arm pain, both front and back, a um, little dizzy, and 
lightheaded and was sweating. That's the one thing I remember so much is that um, I was having this cold sweat. Got out, went and laid down. My husband came in and um, wanted to know why I was laying down and told him I wasn't feeling very well, that, um, that I was going to lay here for a, a little bit and see if it passed, which it did. So I got up, started getting ready again, and um, the pain happened again. Went back and laid down again. Um, Jim came back in and said, mm, what's wrong? I said, I am just not feeling very well. Uh, do we need to go to the hospital? And I said, yes, I think we do. Wow. Now, these are women between the ages of 40 and 70. So if you're in your 20s, you don't have anything to worry about, right? Not so. Listen to this young mother's story. I never thought I'd have a heart attack at 31, let alone ever. But it's called SCAD, Sudden Coronary Artery, artery Disease. After I had my baby, my body released a hormone that tore my arteries. I had lower back pain, and then it was my left shoulder blade. I had just intense, sharp, stabbing pain in my left shoulder blade, and then it would radiate to my right shoulder blade and just kind of stick around. And It became paralyzing. I was to the point where I couldn't even pick her up, my baby because it hurt so bad. I thought, you know, my body was just out of whack from having my baby. And then uh, by the fourth day, I started experiencing chest pain, like chest tightness. I felt like somebody was sitting on my chest or somebody reached in there, grabbed, and just was squeezing. And then um, on July 6th, 5 o'clock in the morning, I called my mom, and I was like, there's something seriously wrong. Wow. Can you imagine that? So this is a young mother. These are women As of all As I was ages, getting ready to go to work... All ages and stages of life, fitness levels, uh, health, and yet heart disease, heart attacks found them. It is astounding, and it's time we pay attention, America, because we are suffering from heart problems. Only 50% of those who have heart attacks actually have chest pain. Did you know that? So paying attention to some of these symptoms can make all the difference in the world. When you pay attention to these symptoms and you act on it, within an hour you have a good chance of recovery. And that is vital. Never be afraid. Because I know I would be too. I just have a little pain in my jaw or a little pain in my back. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling really tired or the cold sweats and all of those symptoms and I feel bad what if I'm going into the hospital all the time are they going to roll their eyes and say there she is again you know what I don't care what they do with their eyes what I care is what they do with my heart so just to keep you in a place that's healthy pay attention there is also another contributor that I'm going to share with you in a few minutes and it has to do with your teeth can your teeth have an effect on your heart health we're also going to talk about regeneration. You know, I'm a Doctor Who fan, so when I hear regeneration, I'm thinking, you know, the good doctor. Only you Whovians know what I'm talking about. Everyone else is rolling your eyes just like that ER nurse, right? All right, so recent studies suggest that mammals do have an ability to regenerate their heart. I told you, a family member of ours that was in the hospital with a heart attack this weekend had necrosis in the, her heart. 
right? So that means it's dead. But some of it could just be dormant. How do we revitalize that? You know, mammals do regenerate to a degree. Um, and in the first week of life, they especially have that ability in the heart, but that ability is quickly lost. Can we find a way to regenerate parts of our body? And I'm not talking like growing a new arm or even really growing a new heart, but bringing back to life things that are just dead or nearly dead. We're going to talk about the role that bioactive foods and bioactive properties can have in bringing optimal health. We are going to take on what you might need to know to bring a little life back and to stay heart healthy. And for those of you who have experienced a heart attack, what can you do? What choices can you make to be healthy, to keep that from happening again, and to put your body in the very place that God created it to be, we will take it on as live from Seattle continues. Let's take a look at traffic. We're live from Seattle, 820 AM, The Word. 820 Traffic. Thanks, Michelle. In Bellevue, you may still see the fire department blocking the right lane on southbound 405 at Northeast 8th. Your Bellevue to Renton commute is really going to thicken up, uh, approaching the 520 interchange all the way up the Kennedale Hill. Westbound 520, pretty locked up right now as you make your way across Lake Washington. Why? Because as you try to merge either onto northbound I-5 or southbound I-5, they're pretty plugged up so that's uh, just kind of trickling back onto westbound 520 westbound i-90 also of this mildly delayed in auburn an accident is reported on 15th street southwest right near 167 that may be blocking the roadway the crohn's and colitis foundation of america invite you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you support the 1.6 million americans living with these diseases get started at cctakesteps.org your weather forecast Tonight, we'll see mostly clear skies, lows in the low 60s. Tomorrow, highs are going to be in the low 80s. Clouds rolling in on Thursday night. Friday morning, we'll see scattered showers with highs in the mid-70s. 81 sunny skies in Seattle. Spring. There are two radio stations in the city that focus on good news. One is the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One is the good news about the victory of the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think of it, turn to AM 1590, The Answer. If you want to change your life, turn to 820 AM, The Word. Together, we can change the world. This portion of Live from Seattle, sponsored by The Smile Store. We're live from Seattle, 20 a.m. The Word. I'm Michelle Mendoza, your friend in the afternoon. This is Health Watch Wednesday. Watch Wednesday, live from Seattle. On this Health Watch Wednesday, we are talking about your heart 
Health. Uh, we're going to try to get on the line in just a few moments. Dr. and Mama Z, they are the authors of the Essential Oils Diet. They are all about making choices that kind of calm that chemical soup in us that is making us sick, producing autoimmune responses that are crazy, uh, contributing to how we have intolerances towards foods, we're feeling sluggish, and, well, we have horrific heart health issues in America. That's no secret. So we are most definitely, we are most definitely going to take on those issues today. And we're going to see if we can get you connected with some bioactive foods that can help you feel the best that you can feel. We've been talking about symptoms that women have that men do not have where heart attacks are concerned. I mentioned an aunt that said, yeah, I had floaty arms. To me, that was the strangest symptom I had ever heard. She didn't necessarily have chest pain or uh, some of the other typical symptoms. She had floaty arms. Uh, women can present differently. Listen to some of the symptoms that women can present with. You might be surprised to learn that heart disease is the leading cause of death for women in the United States. There are several female-specific heart attack symptoms. Out of the 35,000 women who experience heart attacks each year in the U.S., only 50% report having chest pain. So what do they feel? Some common but often unrecognized symptoms include extreme fatigue, irregular lower and upper back pain, discomfort in the neck, jaw, or one or both arms, nausea or flu-like symptoms, and lightheadedness. Symptoms can occur over hours, days, or even weeks. Wow. So not just those floaty arms, but some of these other strange symptoms as well. Cold sweats uh, can often contribute. And did you know... <laughs> How well you take care of your teeth might actually matter where your heart is concerned. Wow, who knew? Experts in periodontology and cardiology reviewed more than 120 published medical studies which discussed the possibility between heart and dental links. The studies found that there are ways that may link to the two components. A common problem experienced in both gum and heart disease is inflammation. The buildup of plaque in the arteries is largely due to the inflammatory process. Inflammation is also a component of gum disease. Gingivitis is the first stage of the gum disease. It occurs when gums become inflamed and bacteria overtakes the mouth. A recent report published in the Journal of Periodontology and the American Journal of Cardiology found that gum disease is a risk factor for coronary artery disease. This study carried about by the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey in the U.S. also found that gum disease is a risk factor for diseases of the blood vessels and arteries that supply the brain. Another study of 50,000 people suggested that strokes were found to be more common in people who suffered with oral complications such as gum disease and fewer teeth. Furthermore, researchers in Sweden have suggested there is a possible link between oral bacteria entering the bloodstream and activating the immune system. When this happens, artery walls become inflamed and narrowed or attached to fatty deposits already present in the arteries, causing further narrowing. Wow, so even how you take care of your teeth can really contribute to your overall 
heart health. There's so much that can contribute to the problems of heart health that maybe what we need to talk about is how to survive after heart issues, after you've been told you're at risk, and even before it even happens. And that's exactly the direction we are going to go in just a few moments. We're going to give you some bioactive help in being the best that you can be and and staving off some of the problems of heart disease. Maybe even share with you some exercises that you can do at any stage. It's not worth it. When you're sitting there going, I wish I would have, I wish I, I, I really should have uh, changed my life. I really should have. But sometimes we don't even know what to do. We think, oh, we're going to go low fat. Well, some of those low fat foods are some of the very things that contribute to our poor health because they're high in sugar, because they're high in chemicals, because they're not necessarily real food, because they've been altered. There's so much that we really need to learn. And, you know, it's as though God's really put real health in the hands of nature and handed it right to us. Sometimes we just have to pay attention. So as Live from Seattle continues, we are going to talk about heart health. One of the things that you can do to have the optimal health for your heart, get sleep. We need about seven hours of sleep a night. The average adult, almost nobody needs less. You can say, oh, I can function on less, but your body needs seven hours. You need that regeneration. You need that time away from food. You know, that's why breakfast is called a break fast. You need sleep. So when I talk about my pillow, it's not just because it's a new trendy cool thing. Everyone's got a my pillow. It's because they put some, Mike Lindell put some science into my pillow. It's because Mike Lindell put some thought into how can we make sheets and pillow tops and pillows that the average person can afford, invest in, and get a better night's sleep, a more solid night's sleep, a healthy night's sleep. Well. You know, if you use promo code KGNW, you can get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world when you go to MyPillow.com. As Life from Seattle continues, we're going to see if we can get on the line. Mama and Dr. Z, they are the authors of The Essential Oils Diet, and we're going to talk about how you can make choices that can bring you into optimal health. We'll take a look at traffic, too. We're live from Seattle, 20 a.m., The Word. Time to get back to Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza. Thank you, big voice guy. We're live from Seattle, 820 AM, The Word. I'm Michelle Mendoza. I'm your friend in the afternoon. You better believe you're going to think I'm your friend. After all of this talk on heart health, giving you some insight and new information, new studies that can help protect your health, or if you've had a heart attack, if you've had heart problems, what you can do to go forward to be renewed. And isn't that what God really would like for us to to be? Renewed spiritually, physically. He's given us the tools. And Dr. Eric Zelinsky joins us. He and his wife have been on 
live from Seattle many times. I love them. You know, we've never met face to face, but I feel like we are old friends. Thank you, Dr. Z, for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Yes, I do agree. It's, you know, that's just the connection that we have in the spirit. You know, we're going to spend eternity <laughs> together. So hallelujah. <laughs> Got to get used to it now. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited because uh, I have uh, been blessed by your latest book, The Essential Oils Diet, which really delves into the beauty of bioactive foods, which can be very helpful for renewing, regenerating, and after a heart attack, for example, helping us to heal uh, and to yeah. protect us from it happening again. So that's really exciting. Can food have that much power and essential oils? Oh, you know, this is such an important topic because diabetes and heart disease have been long interconnected. And so what we look at, heart diseases and stroke are the number one cause of death and disability among people with type 2 diabetes. And here's a fact a lot of people don't realize, 65% of people with diabetes die from some sort of heart disease or stroke. And adults with diabetes are two to four times more likely to have a heart disease or stroke attack than adults without. So why we talk about diabetes is because when it comes to anything food-related, type 2 diabetes, high blood sugar is completely preventable and treatable. And so the lines between risks and results of diabetes and heart disease are blurred and you have high cholesterol, fat levels, high blood pressure, the sedentary lifestyle, being overweight and obese, all these are risk factors. And all of these risk factors can be prevented or treated with a proper diet and with using natural therapies like essential oils. And that natural element is really important. I am amazed at some of the misnomers of healthy eating and nutrition. Uh, let's just uh, make everything low fat and we will be just fine if you've had heart problems. Uh, don't eat butter, eat margarine and, yeah. the, and the like. And even in, being in the hospital this weekend, some of the things that, that go for high sugar, lots and lots of sugars, that's fine as long as we don't have fats. And I'm thinking this is a hospital and, and do they have organics and are organic things important or is that just overplayed these are some questions that swirl in our minds as we try to get a hold of our american lifestyle and american diet and wonder what are we getting wrong you know i'm really glad you mentioned about the fat thing because let's go back to the bible we see olive oil being used time and time again yes olive oil is a symbol of the holy spirit olive oil was used as a main primary ingredient of the anointing oil. But extra virgin olive oil is one of the best overall sources of fat. And we promote and we encourage people to add it to their nutritious diet because it promotes weight loss. It contains oleic acid, which has been shown to reduce inflammation. It aids in um, disease fighting like cancer, autoimmunity, dementia. And also it is so rich in antioxidants, it can even help reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease or stroke. So when you're looking at what's happening with this low-carb, um, high-fat um, lifestyle or high-fat, low-carb lifestyle, we're completely out of whack. We need to have moderation. We need to focus on balance. And so we don't want to starve ourselves of carbs. We don't want to starve ourselves of fat. We want to eat the right kinds of fats and the right kind of carbs. And that's one thing, Michelle, as you know, we talk a lot about in the Essential Oils Diet book is how to mm -hmm. differentiate. 
Olive oil is a great one. Avocado oil, even good old fashioned butter, like grass fed organic butter. That's fantastic. It's very good heart healthy. The problem with a lot of these chemically laced in the problem is because of the solvents used with canola oil, vegetable oil, they trigger what's known as inflammation, which is and has been proven to be the number one cause of heart disease. Ouch. There it is right there. So when we think of low fat, for example, or even depriving ourselves of carbs and we're just going to load up on lots of fruits and vegetables are great uh, but a lot of meat and no carbs at all and and no fat or whatever it may be we're not really out in balance that's not how god created us and we think it's about losing weight and so i'm healthy if i'm trim i'm healthy but as i played dr z some stories of women there were women who worked out every day they were Mm -hmm. jogging every day and yet they had a heart attack Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. that's it is scary because you think you're doing something good and you actually are doing something really good but when you're only as strong as your weakest link and you know what we haven't even talked about the emotional aspect of this Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about bitterness trauma unforgiveness like there's there's a lot of deeply rooted spiritual truths that we'd have to focus on Right. And so when you come to that, the Bible says, pluck up that root of bitterness from your heart. Mm-hmm. Like there is no unforgiveness and bitterness and traumatic events could be triggered and trigger a stroke, can trigger heart disease, can trigger chronic inflammation. Mm-hmm. So, again, you could be a rock star in your health, eating the right foods, eating, you know, exercising all the time. But if you're bitter, if you're hurt, if you're emotionally wounded, that will take its toll on you. And that's what Jesus talks about in the gospel. That's the abundant life. That's what I believe with all my heart. It's because the enemy is trying to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. So someone listening right now, and you know who it is, because I was that person. But if, if you were hurt, traumatized, maybe raised in an abusive environment, it almost doesn't matter what you do on the outside. you got to get the inside right first. Like cast those cares and anxieties upon the Lord. And that way that chronic stress and anxiety won't plague you, won't burden you, won't wear down your heart. Oh, so powerful. We're talking to Dr. Z. He is half of a dynamic team that wrote the book, The Essential Oils Diet. Uh, Dr. Z and Mama Z are the authors, and uh, Dr. Zelensky joins us today as we take on your heart health. Doctor, there uh, there is something to changing your life found, changing your foods that is spectacular. Uh, we're so used to what we like and what our favorite foods are, but when you when you go a different direction, it it does take a little bit of time. But suddenly, you taste celery in a new light. You taste the tomato, <laughs> and it yep. almost tastes like candy because it's so sweet. I mean, really, you can and you some fruits are just so sweet that you need to kind of play it down with something else because you it's like you're you're flavor receptors suddenly are eating like they've never ate before. The body regenerates itself on a monthly cycle. This is so important for men to hear because women, you get it. You are on a monthly cycle. You experience it ever since you're a teenager. Guys don't really feel it. We, we don't have that monthly reminder that women do. But you know what? We are. We're on a monthly hormonal cycle. And what we've done is we see that. Give someone about a month your taste buds will change. Like literally, like you mentioned, the receptors, you'll taste food in a different way. Your skin regenerates itself every month. Your skin will feel different if you eat a certain way. But the thing is, you said you got to give it some time. 
And you know what? There's, there's an element of faith. You do something in faith. Are you eating to live or are you living to eat? And for those people who are eating to live, and there I say live a fasted lifestyle. And for someone maybe who has been diagnosed with high cholesterol, high blood pressure, whatever it might be, consider fasting from the sweet breads like Daniel did in the Bible. Say, Lord, I'm going to give up these things, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go focus one month just being as healthy as I can. No sweets, no fried foods, no fast foods. And, Lord, I'm going to do this as if I, as if I do what I'm to you. Now you go back to Isaiah chapter 58 and believe in and claim the promises that come from living a fasted lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then you start to do a spiritual endeavor. So, you know, that's how this all works. God, give me a taste for celery. I, people say, oh, I don't, don't like the taste of water. Well, <laughs> learn to like it. And I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's water. You got to drink good. You got to stay hydrated. Oh, and, and those thing. things taste so much better when your body feels good and you're going, ooh, I, I, you know you're nourishing yourself and it changes you. There are so many things that we do take supplements and I recommend and you recommend certain supplements, but if we can get it through our foods, that is all the better. So we have been talking about heart health today. And when we were born for the first week of life, our heart literally has the ability to regenerate itself. And somehow that gets turned off. I know that God gives our bodies the ability to heal themselves. And when we use what you call bioactive foods, and that's a a phrase that is not well known out there, but a beautiful phrase, we are actually eating foods and taking in the essence of of plants in essential oils that can help regenerate things that we never knew could be regenerated. Oh, and also they can help with a lot of the symptoms people deal with. Like a lot of folks don't realize that lemongrass, lemongrass essential oil can actually help balance your, your blood cholesterol. So we have a friend who puts a drop of lemongrass in her morning coffee And she's told me it's actually helped reduce her cholesterol. She's getting off her cholesterol meds. Like just something, you can even apply diluted lemongrass over your carotid arteries on your neck. And that can also, because those oils will penetrate into your bloodstream. Oils like ylang lang and lavender and other calming oils can actually help also reduce blood pressure. Like that's significant for someone who is stressed or on blood pressure, want to get off those medications. And here's the other thing, y'all, don't believe a lie. Baby aspirin and taking aspirin has not been shown to reduce cardiovascular events. In fact, the opposite, because taking drugs consistently, even prophylactically, even daily as a way of prevention, has been shown to produce wear and tear on on your arterial system, and that will produce inflammation, which can lead to a stroke or heart attack. So there are natural ways that don't have side effects. And you have, uh, I've been really pushing, because I love this book, The uh, Essential Oils Diet, that you wrote with your wonderful, beautiful wife. But you have another book that can be really helpful for not just heart disease, but many other things. It's called The Healing Power of Essential Oils. Mm -hmm. I love this book as well. Thank you very much. You have kind of an insight into how we can glean the very things that God's provided for us to bring healing, health, and wholeness. And, and that's not to say, and, and not, nor do have I ever heard you say, yeah, what we do in hospitals and the doctors, man, they've got it all wrong. It's not that. We, have, we are second to none in being able to take trauma situations, uh, serious, yeah. uh, you know, someone's life, is, it, it, it's life and death, and we can use uh, intervention with drugs and, th- and certain treatments. That's 
fabulous and phenomenal. We can save lives, but where it comes to overall health and continuous healthy living, we should never be a slave to medications. Mm, it's so important. You know, when I had the argument with my car door eight stitches later, nothing was going to heal <laughs> that, that gaping wound in my forehead. And I recognize that. So, yes, thank God and thank God for emergency medicine. But here's the thing, everyone. This is true. And this is from the depths of my heart and the honesty that God has given me. Your medical doctor, unless he or she has gone to advanced training on their own pocket, they have not been trained in nutrition. They don't know the first thing about supplements. And they certainly don't know about essential oils because they're trained in emergency medicine and how to prescribe pharmaceuticals and trauma. And so you have to go to the right professional for the right things. And that said, doctors are not trained in prevention. I'm telling you, a mammogram is not prevention. A mammogram is detection. If you get a mammogram, you find out you have cancer, what are you preventing? So you want to work with a healthcare provider or pick up one of my books. Keep on following this show because Michelle's giving you such abundant life-giving information to learn how to prevent and treat disease naturally. And that's really what natural medicine is for, in my opinion, is to prevent disease, to boost your immune system, and to get you in a position where you can fight off in the right way. And get started because, as Dr. Z was mentioning, you know, you you regenerate. And and the things that you think, oh, I could never eat that, suddenly they are vibrant and they are good and they are life-giving. And in their book, The Essential Oils Diet, Mama Z has some killer recipes. In fact, I would not start my day any other way than with a matcha latte. No other way because that's a a great recipe. I love it. And uh, when I asked you to come on the show today, I emailed you. You emailed back. I decided to celebrate with that latte. So you you can tell Sabrina that. I appreciate her recipes. They're great. They're really good. And and so uh, I would highly recommend as you are, we've been talking about health, uh, the health of your heart today, pick up this book, The Essential Oils Diet. It goes, in my opinion, it goes somewhere that no other diet book really goes. And it, it, it takes you right back to God's creation and the power that God's p- packed right in the plants and life here on our planet, how we can utilize the mm-hmm. things that God's given to be in the health that God intended us to be. Say prayers for those like my uh, loved one that's that's being discharged from the hospital and what the impetus behind this program today talking about heart health and women especially. Uh, say prayers, yes, but also make those decisions and utilize the very gifts that God's given us. Uh, Dr. Zelensky, thank you for joining us. I, I kind of messed up the time today and I wanted to tell our, our audience why uh, our our associate producer and board op Lisa has going through some uh, some things at, at home. It's kind of a family emergency, so keep mm. her in her prayers. And that means I kind of am juggling everything. So thank you for even in my mistake for making time for me today. <laughs> I appreciate. Oh well, thanks it. for having me, <laughs> and it's a pleasure. We love your community. And folks, remember, a happy heart is good like medicine, and there's nothing like the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. That's the best medicine you can have for your heart health and beyond. I love you so much, and I love everyone listening. God bless you. Thank you. My love to your family. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
In just a few moments, we are going to share with you a story or two of some health news you can use. A special thanks to Rick, who stepped in in the last minute today, and, you know, it's he has to deal with me. So, yeah, say some prayers for him, right? We're live from Seattle, 8, 20 a.m., The Word. Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza resumes. Here's Michelle. Yeah, and by the by the way, if you are doing a special event, you really want to work with Delphia and the awesome people at Blessings Catering. Uh, I was working with her for an event, and man, she knows her stuff. The food, oh, and the menu. Oh, oh, you have to look at Blessings Catering in, in Tacoma and just look through their menu. Don't do it when you're hungry, but oh my goodness, it's astounding. We're live from Seattle, 28, and the word, um, it's a little time for some health news. Live from Seattle presents Health News. Well, in this health news you can use report, this is some sad news. Life expectancy in the United States of America is now declining for the very First time ever. It's always been getting better and better. Our life expectancy has been growing. Now, not so much. We're going backwards. Take a listen. Babies born in the United States in 2015 on average can expect to live to be 78.8 years old. That's 36 and a half days fewer than babies born in 2014. The difference may seem small, but it's the first time since 1993 that life expectancy has gone down instead of up. The Centers for Disease Control say that's because eight of the 10 leading causes of death got even deadlier. Heart disease, chronic lower respiratory diseases, unintentional injuries, stroke, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, diabetes, kidney disease, and suicide all claimed more lives last year. Opioid abuse and the increase in drug overdoses contributed to the increase in death by unintentional injuries, while heart disease is linked to the country's obesity epidemic. There you are. So it's not just heart disease. There's so many other factors that are taking away from our quality of life. But now it's taking away from our life expectancy as well. And as our last guest, Dr. Zelensky, had pointed out, you know, it's more than just being thin or being beautiful. We have a mind, a will, and emotion. We have a body, a, a, a body, a soul, and a spirit. We are more than just how we look on the outside. Our health our emotion, and our spirit. How healthy are they? That's something, I know I'm saying it as though I'm, I'm standing on my soapbox. I'm really pointing at myself and saying, take some evaluation, Michelle, right? Look at your life. How well are you taking care of your body? But how well are you taking care of your, your spirit, and your emotions as well. Am I walking in forgiveness? Am I walking in anger? Do I have bitterness? Am I hanging on to an offense? Am I walking in fear and anxiety or, or purposefully when I don't have to? Can I curb those things? How's my spirit life? And am I making right choices? You know, I love chocolate with the rest of them, but you add, you know, a lot, a whole lot of sugar and a whole lot of some of the other things and the, the caramel and the, you know, I don't need that all the time. I want to give my body exactly what it needs. So, yeah, all right, I'm just 
talking out loud to myself. This is like the conversations I have with myself when I'm driving home in the car. But <laughs> don't we all kind of need to do that? Maybe it's a good reminder. Another story I wanted to share with you that it is sometimes about those quality choices that we make. Here's a new story. The quality of your job can also contribute to the quality of your life. Dream jobs can be hard to come by, but having a job is better than having no job, right? Not necessarily. At least that's the conclusion reached by a new study out of the UK. Researchers at the University of Manchester looked at information from more than 1,100 people between the ages of 35 and 75. They found that people who went from being unemployed to working a poor quality job had higher biological indicators of stress than those who remained unemployed. Researchers said those biological indicators are significant because they indicate an individual's risk for developing metabolic or cardiovascular related diseases. Researchers also found that workers who don't have flexibility in their schedules tend to have more biological stress indicators. Researchers found that there was no mental health improvement when people moved from unemployment to a poor quality job. One of the study's co-authors says more research is needed and he'd like to examine job flexibility's impact on the workforce. The study was published published in the International Journal of Epidemiology. Well, thank you so much for making Live from Seattle part of your afternoon. Don't forget to look into some of the great things that we recommended today. Comfort, pain relief is something that you might want to take. It's natural, right? And you can go to comfortbyvirgins.com for that. Remember to go to My Pillow for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Use promo code KGNW. And, of course, get on the Calitrin train with me on the Calitrin journey for optimal health. Just go to TopLoss.com. I will catch you tomorrow for our news and views. Thursday, I'm Michelle Mendoza, live from Seattle, 20 a.m. The Word. You've been listening to Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of this station. Join us again every weekday afternoon at 4 for more Live from Seattle with Michelle Mendoza right here on 820 AM, The Word.